morning and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Happy Turkey Day. And to all watching from home, happy Thanksgiving. Good morning. I invite you all to stand as we worship this morning and we're going to begin with prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Lord God, we ask that you come and change our hearts, that you help us to, to follow you, to love you, to trust in you. We offer up this time. Please have your way, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, since it's Thanksgiving, I thought I should pick songs that all have a, a thankful theme in them. So if, if you see that theme, that's why. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. For He is good, He is above all things. His love endures forever. Sing praise, sing praise. With a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. 
Thanksgiving to you. And uh, just turn in your seat, just smile at someone with your eyes, wave your hands. You know, if you trace your hand, you can draw a turkey with that. You can even just kind of do your turkey symbol. Yeah. Great. Thank you. You may be seated. Well, good morning. We're, I want to welcome you to here to, uh, to our service this morning. And for those of you who may be watching from elsewhere, we want to welcome you as well and tell you that we're pleased that you've joined us this morning. Well, I want to say happy Thanksgiving, and I know this weekend, uh, some of you, maybe you're just celebrating Thanksgiving every day of the year anyway, but we're especially focusing this weekend, so I want to say happy Thanksgiving to you. And we're thankful not because everything is ideal, but we're thankful and we live with grateful hearts because we believe that God is faithful, that God is our provider, and that uh, an attitude of great, uh, gratitude is, is a declaration of trust that we really believe that God can be trusted and we are grateful uh, to have him in our lives. So glad to have you here this morning that we can worship together on this long weekend and uh, declare our thankfulness uh, to the Lord. Kids, if you are in JK up to grade five, if you would just go around the outside of the room up through the side here and your leaders will be there to head out with you. Parents at the end of the service, uh, if you just go over to this door over here, your children will be brought to that door. You can pick them up there and take them home with you. So those are all the announcements that I have. So without any further delay, Tyler, I'm going to hand it back to you, and you can help us continue to be thankful. And again, I invite you to stand. If, uh, if you're able, if you want to stay seated, then you're welcome to do that. But I think most of us like to stand when we sing, so invite you to do that.
sacrifice on the cross. How you demonstrated your great love for each one of us. Thank you, God. We cannot thank you enough for that. Help us, Lord God, to be thankful. And like Pastor Shannon said, being thankful also shows that we trust in you. So please help us to trust in you and to be grateful, Lord God. And to look to you always. Pray this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Thank you, Tyler, for leading us this morning. Today, we have the privilege of having some very special guests with us. And uh, many of you know Cecilia and Felix and Hannah quite well. Hannah's out with the kids right now, but... Uh, you know them fairly well. Um, we had the pleasure a few years back of spending some extended time together, and uh, what a blessing that uh, was, and uh, what a blessing our continued relationship with you is. And over the last year and a half, when we were um, on this side of the world, uh, just making adjustments and changes and trying to be faithful in serving God, you guys were doing the same thing. Uh, in, in South Africa, doing some exciting things. And uh, we did have the privilege a couple of times of once, I think, over Zoom, connecting with the church as a whole, and then another time just being able to share some of your videos uh, with the congregation as well as to what you're doing there. But we can have you live and in person today. And uh, so it's, a, it's an honor to have you here with us. So, Cecilia, I think you're coming first, and then uh, Felix is going to do his best to follow that. So, Awesome. Good morning. It is so wonderful to be here and see such uh, beautiful, familiar faces. Uh, this is home, and uh, we're just so thankful that we can be here even on Thanksgiving. So um, just wanted to give you a very, well, little story. Um, so last year when COVID hit, uh, we had an intern in South Africa with us, and um, one day, we had heard about COVID, but you know it wasn't really a big thing yet. And we got these calls and emails saying, you know, where is she? We're trying to get in touch with her. She has to come home. And so we started scrambling and you know saying, well, what's happening? Why? And you know all of those same questions. And um, so within two days, she was on a plane and she was coming back to Canada. So then we said to each other, well, if the people in Canada are recalling her so quickly, um, maybe you know, we should think, we're here in South Africa, but Canada's our home. So um, we talked, we prayed, and we said, this is home. God has brought us to this place, to this land, and um, this is where he wants us. And so we didn't know what that would look like. We didn't know, um, well, uh, what the future held, but we knew that God was there with us and that he was directing us. And so through that time, we were able to do ministry, not in the same way, of course, but um, he opened up so many doors for us to go into communities where we would not have been otherwise. Um, he opened doors for us to make new connections in the community where we lived, but also in other communities as well. And so that's only possible with friends like you. So we just want to say thank you to you today for just your support, your prayers, and your encouragement, because um, it's all of us together. We're better together um, as we reach out to, to touch others for God's kingdom. And so um, I know Felix is going to tell a few stories later, but we just have some pictures, a little video that we'd like to show you to give you a sense of some of the things that have been happening in South Africa over the last few years. Amen. Uh, 
Uh, I greet you all in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's, it's very good to see the eyes. <laughs> um, I was talking to someone and they were saying, you know, it's difficult to see the emotion of a person. Uh, you don't know what they are saying behind that mask. Are they saying something nasty or what? But their eyes, they look like they're smiling. But it's always good to be back home. Amen. Um, you know, the last slide said we are better together. And the other one said together we can make a difference. And together we are making a difference. And as a church, as a family, as a community, we are making a difference in South Africa. And when I say we, we are making a difference, I don't mean Felix and Cecilia alone. We, as Evangel family, with Cecilia and Felix, with our brothers and sisters in South Africa, we are making a difference. And God has enabled us to make that difference. We have listened, we have obeyed, and God has taken us to South Africa to touch lives in South Africa. You know, during the pandemic, there was a lady, we were in the community, in one of the community in Soshanguwe. And there was a lady, I think she was probably in her 80s, and we arrived at this place it was a tinned roof house. It had those iron sheets and it was dirt on the ground. We knocked on the door and this lady came out and we gave her a parcel, a food parcel. And she said, thank you. Thank you very much. I thought God had forgotten me. She said she has been praying for months and months because everything was closed. There were soldiers in the streets, <laughs> so you couldn't just go out. And she was the only one living by herself. So no one would go and buy food for her. But as soon as we came in, you could see her tears come down. And those were joyful tears. And she said, I thought God had forgotten me. But no, he heard my prayers. And he answered me. So thank you so much for this food. There's another lady. This lady is a dear friend of ours. Her name is Martha. And Martha, the first time we went to South Africa six years ago, she had a dream. And she had a dream. Her dream was to make a difference in her community. Her dream was to, to help children go to school. Her dream was to sew uniforms, school uniforms, so that parents in her community can afford to buy those school uniforms because it was difficult and it is still difficult for parents to travel to the city to buy school uniforms. So she said, I have a dream. And my dream is to open up a sewing factory so that I can sew school uniforms for the community that are affordable and they don't have to waste money to travel to the city. Martha grew up in a family that looked at her as if she was nothing. People looked at her and said, ah, yeah, this, they will never succeed, and she will never succeed. Friends, next door neighbors, they looked at her and they said, ah, this one will never succeed. They said, this one has demons on him, on her. So they, they always look down upon her. And this is very, very popular uh, in the areas that we minister in. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, you have so many demons. You cannot do anything. You will never prosper. Looking down upon each other. 
So she said, she was deep, deep in the grave. She thought she couldn't do anything. She thought she couldn't use her skills. She thought she was nothing at all. But right now as we speak, Martha has a sewing factory as we speak. Martha is sewing school uniform and giving school uniform to the children. Martha has become a beacon of hope. I spoke with her and she said, you know what? People thought I was down and I was out. But there is this song that says, I thought it was over. I thought it was done. But you always have the last word. And the last word is love. The last word is love. And you have shown me what love is. You have shown me what Jesus is and what Jesus can do in my life. She says, look at me. I'm a picture of faithfulness. I'm a picture that will effect change. Faithfulness that will effect change and that will show people that God can do anything. And this was Martha. This, this is, there's a lot of stories that I can share with you of what's happening in South Africa. But I want to say this today. Friends, we are better together. In Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9, it says that when we, I'm now paraphrasing here, two are better than one because they have returned for their labor. And we are better because we have come together to make that difference. And God has enabled us to make that difference. I pray that as we do what we do, that we will not be a hindrance to what God wants to do. At one point I was sitting and I was saying to myself, ah, maybe it's time to go back home to Canada. <laughs> and we were sitting there and we were talking back and forth, back and forth. You know, there is always that small little voice that comes and says, go, 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 go. It's good, and it felt good to go, but God said, stay. And then you see people dying, and then you're thinking, oh, what's going to happen? Well, sometimes, you know, we are not robots, we are human beings, and we have feelings, and sometimes there's emotions, <laughs> and sometimes our emotions, they run right in front of us, and we start thinking with all those things but we forget to allow God to have his way. But I thank God that we allowed him to have his way because he changed the course of what things were happening, how things were happening in South Africa, in our communities that we are ministering in. You know, there's a story that some guy said to us when we finished a training one time. And he said, there was an elephant, a big, big elephant. And this elephant went to mouse, the small mouse. And he said to mouse, mouse, I want to hold a big party. We want to have a party today. So mouse was like, ah, you know, Mr. Elephant, I, I don't have the time right now, but... Mr. Elephant couldn't hear Mr. Mouse. Was, Mr. Mouse was so small and his voice was so faint. So Mr. Elephant said, no, no, we're having a party. So invite Baboon, invite Lion, invite everyone. They have to come to this party. And so Mr. Mouse went out, invited some people, and Mr. Elephant invited some people too. So they had so much fun. And Mr. Elephant had a lot of fun, more than anyone else in that place. When the party was finished, Mr. Elephant wanted to come and say thank you to Mr. Mouse. But he couldn't find Mr. Mouse. 
So he looked all around. He shouted, Mouse, where are you? And Mouse was nowhere to be found. He stepped back, looked on the ground, and then right there was Mouse flat on the ground because Mr. Elephant had tramped on him. It's a sad story. And the guy said to me, this is what it feels sometimes with you missionaries. That you come into our place and you come with your preconceived ideas and you want to change things for us. Friends, what we are doing in South Africa is not coming with preconceived ideas. What we are doing in South Africa is coming alongside the local people. It's coming alongside brothers and sisters, giving them the word of God, integrating discipleship with a job skills training so that they themselves can find real long-term solutions to their challenges. So this guy looked at me and he said, I wish you guys have been here back then. And I said, thanks Lord that someone's eyes has opened and they have seen that we are coming in to make a difference, not to take over. Because one day as missionaries, we are going to leave that place. And when we leave that place, we are not living with any project. We are not living with any initiative. But we have empowered the local people to do for themselves. And we have empowered the local people with local ownership. Not us. And it's never about us. It should be always about him. So as we work together, as we come alongside together, our aim is always to integrate the word of God with a skill so that we have a holistic ministry in that person. So that when they step out like Martha, they step out and say, look at what the Lord has done. When they step out into their own community, they say, look, I can teach you to do this. You can do this on your own. You can support your own children. When they step out, they are a beacon of hope. People want to know, how did they do this? And it's always, look at what the Lord has done. You know, as I was preparing this, I was reading a story in Luke 5 about the paralyzed man. I will not read the whole story, but it's a story about a paralyzed man and about his friends who took him who wanted to bring this uh, paralyzed man to Jesus. So one day Jesus was teaching and the Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. You know, I just believe for me that this is a new season. <laughs> it's confused. There's, there's so much happening that you are looking around and you feel so confused, but I still believe that it's a new season. There's a song that sings like, it's, it's a new season, it's a new day, a fresh anointing, it's coming my way, it's a season of power, 
and prosperity. It's a new season and it's coming to me. Oh, it's, it's on my way. And I believe it's a new season for me. <laughs> I believe it's a new season. I believe it's a new season for us. And we have to allow the spirit to direct every step. Sometimes we stand in his way. As I was preparing this, I was saying, ah, there is something that I need to say. But this is me. This is what I need to say. But what does God want me to say? You know, these guys, they went. And they wanted to bring their friend to Jesus. And I pray that when we look around, especially during this season, a season of opportunities to bring people before Jesus, that we allow the Holy Spirit to direct every step that we take and bring people to Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, there is a lot of obstacles. When we went to South Africa, there was a lot of obstacles around us. There is many obstacles, more obstacles, even during this season. <laughs> With the COVID pandemic. With all restrictions and all rules, new things being introduced. But God can make a way. You know, this story says later on, they actually found another way of bringing their friend to Jesus. They had an obstacle in front of them, but they went onto the roof. Hallelujah. Let, let me do justice to this. It says when they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd... They went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. Friends, I pray that we allow God to give us new ways of doing ministry. I pray that this season, this difficult season, we allow the spirit to give us new ways. I know, we know, I'm used to the old stuff. I, I like the old stuff. It's not bad at all. But I had to allow the Holy Spirit to give me new ideas so that I will be able to be relevant in my context. And I pray that as we move forward, that we will allow the Spirit. These guys probably were the first ones to invent the human elevator. <laughs> No one has ever done that, but they were the first. Because they allowed it. They just went up there, put him right in front of Jesus. And there are so many people surrounding us. Some that we might not agree with. Some that we are like, oh, nah, uh -uh, this is not my type of person. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we are the church. And the church is called not to be divisive. The church is called to follow what our Lord Jesus Christ wants. To follow the spirit of God. Wherever he leads, we follow. And we need to allow that to happen. And we have an opportunity. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited because we have an opportunity. There is so many people who need food. There is so many people who need shelter. There is so many people who need counseling. There is so many people who just need someone to listen to. Just to listen. You know, James 1 verse 19 says, Brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak. There is a lot of people out there. They have been through so much, even during this pandemic. So much, they just need someone to listen. It's in the listening that we hear. It's in the listening that we hear that there is a need next door. It's in the listening that we hear that there is 
someone who doesn't have food. And we, as the body of Christ, we step in and make that difference. I pray that God will, will use us in a way that will bring change in someone's life, that will change the course of history in someone's life, that will change their lives. So friends, let's allow God to use us. I don't know if this is for you, but I'm preaching to myself right now. Lord, use me. So if you want to take it, take it. Use me, Lord. Use me that I can be able. Use us that we are able to bring change in someone's life. Because we have an opportunity. And I believe this is a new season. A new season to step into the unknown. Where everyone is scared to step into. We are going to just step into that with the grace of God. And let God use us in a way that will edify his church. In a way that will build his church. In a way that many lives will be transformed. So I pray for you my friends. That the Lord will use you. That the Lord will open doors. There is so many doors out there that needs to be opened and stepped into. We just need to allow God to use us. Don't stand in the way of what God is doing. Just allow him to use you. Matthew, I'm going to end with Matthew 25. Matthew 25, verse 35 to 40. It reads, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in? Or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, truly I tell you, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Lord, we thank you and we give you all the honor and all the glory. Lord, may you use us. Lord, may your spirit lead us. May we not stand in your way. May we not be a hindrance in what you want to do. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that we will allow you, our Father, to take control of every aspect of our lives. May you touch your children. May we be the beacon of hope. May we step in the areas, Lord, that you have sent us into. If it's food for the hungry, if it's a listening ear, if it's praying with the sick, if it's visiting, Lord, we pray that you help us find new ways of doing ministry, especially in this season. We pray, mighty, that your Holy Spirit will direct every step we take. And we pray, Lord, for evangel, that they will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season and whose leaves shall not wither. And whatever they do, may it prosper. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. you sing I was like I think you should be up here <laughs> that was a beautiful song
and a beautiful message. Thank you. Well, we're going to end with a song, um, so I invite you to stand. Yeah.